Thank you. It's the Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Handed So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. Well, the Bible is right. The Bible is right. You knew Pastor was going to say that, right? You hear me every Wednesday. You knew I was going to say, the Bible is right. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Okay. Glory to God. We're in the book of Proverbs. Isn't that right? We're in the book of Proverbs, and we're down to the 17th verse. And I'm going to try to be short-winded because on this subject, there's so much to say I don't know. I might take I might take two programs to get through the whole thing. I do want to have give a shout out to Shirley out there, a new friend of mine. Glory to God! I I, I thank God for you. Um, we're in Proverbs and we're in the twenty first chapter, the seventeenth verse, Proverbs twenty one seventeen, and I think it might take two shows to do this. It may take even more. I don't know. We can take our time, right? We can have a good time. Glory to God in the word. All right. Proverbs twenty-one seventeen in the King James Version, uh, the, in the Protestant Bible. Many people are coming out and they're reading different Bibles now. I'm not talking about versions. I'm talking about different Bibles. But we're using the Protestant Bible, okay, uh, the King James Version. And it says, He that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. He that loveth wine and oil shall not be rich. Amen. Shall not be rich. Well, when we who is it that that loveth pleasure and just sits around or lays around and and just takes it easy all day long? Well, in the in the positive thinking Bible, Proverbs twenty one says, heavy drinkers and others who live only for pleasure will lose all they have, heavy drinkers. So in in a sense, that's the answer to what the King James says. He that loveth pleasure shall be able. Well, who is it that loveth pleasure? One of the people that loveth pleasure is heavy drinkers, heavy drinkers and people who are on all kinds of drugs. They sit around, they love pleasure, and they sit around all day, just having pleasure. Amen. Glory to God. But glory to God. The Bible lets us know that when you do that, it says, he that loveth wine and oil shall not be rich. Amen. And in the Tanakh, it says, the Tanakh is the Jewish Bible. It says, he who loves pleasure comes to want. He who loves wine and oil does not grow rich. 
You can't go grow rich if you sit around just loving pleasure. Amen. Glory to God. Now, now when we speak about riches, beloved, of course, we're not necessarily all the time talking about money. Now, now we're going to talk about money now, but I'm saying we're not all the time talking about money. In truth, he that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. He that loveth wine and oil shall not be rich. If you're in, the, let's say you're in the ministry, we're going to talk about spiritual things for just a moment. Say that you're in the ministry and you love pleasure and all you do is sit around and love pleasure. You know, one of the things Billy Graham said, they asked him on his deathbed, if, if there's one thing that you would change, Billy, what would it be in your life? And he said, I wish that I had studied the Bible more. Now, he read the Bible a whole lot because he, 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 he preached to thousands, led hundreds of thousands of people to the Lord Jesus. Amen? Glory to God. Uh, but, but he said, I'm just repeating what he said. He said, I wish I'd have spent more time studying the word of God. Glory to God. So someone who, let's say they're in, the, uh, okay, just a regular Christian, amen? By regular, I mean no one's regular if they're saved. They're God's child and they're tremendously special and chosen and called of him. But I'm just making the distinction between him, that person and someone in the fivefold ministry. Amen. If you're not called in, 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 to be one of the fivefold ministry gifts, glory to God. And all you do is take it easy day after day. You don't do nothing. Amen. And you love pleasure. You love taking it easy. You won't be rich. Now, in that context, I'm not talking about money. You won't be rich in the things of God. You won't be rich in, in the word of God, in the move of God. You won't be experienced in operating in the gifts of the spirit, talking into uh, words, speaking words of life in the people's lives. Amen. Glory to God. You won't be rich in those ways. Amen? Because when we're talking about riches, we're not just talking about... Now, we are going to talk about money because Proverbs is a, a practical book. It speaks about practical things, but it's also deeply spiritual. But I'm going to, 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 to lean toward the practical in these next um, uh, a few programs, glory to God, because this is what it's following. It's following about the practical. Amen. But I do want to say, glory to God, that glory to God, that that when the Bible speaks about riches, the point I'm making is it's not always talking about money. You could be poor uh, just in conversations. Maybe you 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 can't you don't even have enough in you to carry a conversation. Amen. You may not know how to praise the Lord. You may not know how to to um to uh, equip yourself, to stir yourself up. In those ways, in the things of the Lord, you're poor. And why was that? Because you didn't give yourself and work in the things of God. If you work in those things, if you exercise those things, you get rich in those things. I'm talking about spiritual things now. You get rich in those things. You know how to move in the spirit. You know how to be sensitive to the moving in the presence of God. Amen. You know when to speak and when not how to speak, to speak by the Spirit. Amen. 
Glory to God. So on the on the spiritual side, amen, if you love pleasure, you the Bible says you'll be a poor man. He that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. See, the person that loves pleasure, they sit around, they don't when they should be in the word, they're not in the word. When they should be on their knees praying, they're not in their knees praying. When they should be fast, they're not fasting. When they should be witnessing, they're not witnessing. Amen. Glory to God. And because of that, they become poor in spiritual things, particularly the word. You have to give yourself to the word. Amen. Glory to God. And if you do, uh, uh, scriptures just float up. The Holy Spirit just brings them to your remembrance, and you'll be speaking scripture, and people will think, oh, my gosh, you're this and that. No, no. It's all by the, it's all by the grace of God. Amen. It's all by the Holy Ghost causing those things to come to my remembrance. Amen. Glory to God. And so if you don't put work in in, in spiritual things, you're not going to be rich. But also in natural things, if you don't if you don't work, you're not going to be rich. Amen. Because we know from the Bible that it's hard work that causes somebody to be rich. In fact, the Bible teaches that hard work leads to wealth. Hard work leads to wealth. Why hard work, Pastor? Why not, why not work smart? Well, both of them work hard and work smart. And hard work uh, leads to riches because hard work gets things done. Amen? Hard work gets things done. You can sit around and you can talk about your your business plan and and um, and all kinds of things, but if it's just talk, nothing gets done. And if nothing gets done, nothing is accomplished. Nothing. There's no profit from it. But when you work hard, glory to God, hard work takes you somewhere. Laziness takes you somewhere. You know, I have this saying, and I don't even know where I got it from. I don't know if I read it or I just got it myself or what. But I, I even have it on, 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 it's on one of my wisdom cards. And, and the saying is, the hard road turns into the easy road. And the easy road turns into the hard road. What do you mean by that, Pastor? The hard road turns into the easy road. I'm in high school. My teachers tell me, study hard. You got to get good grades to get into college. So I go home and I study. That's hard. Everybody else is partying, having a good time, doing what they want to do, watching videos. But I want to go to college. So I go home and I, I, I have to study, calling me the nerd and um, – and, um, I'm a geek and all these other names, and people are laughing at me, but I keep on studying, amen? And then I go to college, and that's another part of the hard road. Now I got to buckle down. I got to buckle down, and then I got to major in something, glory to God. But let's say that uh, I want to be a doctor, let's just say. So then after after undergrad, uh, uh, undergrad I, I go to medical school, and that's another four years hard road, the hard road. But what is this saying? The hard road turns into the easy road, okay? So now 
now I'm in medical school. I got to I got to go four years in medical school. Then I got to do two years of residency, and finally I come out, and I'm I'm on my way to being a cardiologist. Let's just say, okay, let's just say my field is cardiology. All right, and I I I, I get a lot of training and everything, and all of a sudden, each procedure that I'm doing, $100,000. Now the hard road, and it was hard, it was hard, but all of a sudden the hard road turns into the easy road. Why? Because now I'm at my destination, one. Two, I'm making $100,000 at a crack. Three, now I'm riding around in Maseratis and Mercedes. Four, I've got a, a, a $6.5 million home, and I got a gym in there. I got everything I want. I got my own airplanes. I got everything. Now I kick back and take it easy. Amen. I only have to go down there when I have a surgery to do. Amen, which might only be two or three times uh, uh, a week if I schedule it right, amen? So that's $300,000 a week, all kind of crazy money, amen? And then I become even an expert, and a college decides they, wanna, they want me to come and teach their students. How much are you going to pay me a year? Well, we're going to pay you uh, uh, X amount of money with expense accounts, credit cards, everything. Or every, we provide you with the home, everything. Just come and teach our students, okay? I got it made in the shade going away. The hard road turned into the easy road. Now, what's the converse of that? The easy road turns into the hard road. What's the easy road? I'm in high school again. My teachers tell me to study hard so I can go to college, and I laugh. Oh, get out of here. I'm not listening to you. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my cell phone. Only thing I want to do is look at my cell phone, and I fool around. Okay, I fool around. I don't finish high school, okay? I meant to, but I dropped out, okay? And then I kind of bummed around for a little while, and I'm smoking weed, and I'm hanging out with the boys, amen? Then I go to get a job, and it's the funniest thing. These people just won't hire me. Why? Because I don't know nothing. I can't do nothing. I have no skills. I can't do nothing. But I mean... I just go home and chill. You know what I mean? I just go home and chill. I take it easy. Amen? I take it real easy. But the road is, the easy road is starting to get hard. Now I can't, I can't have, I can't support myself. But mom and dad, they want me to get out the house. How can I get out the house? I don't have a job. I don't, what do I do? How do I make it? Where can I go? Who can I live on? See? The easy road where you took it real easy all through school, all after school. I didn't do anything. I just took it easy. I chilled out. Now it's the hard road. Nobody wants to take care of a grown child, a grown person. Amen. Nobody wants to give you anything. Now, what do I do? I'm out in the street. The easy road where I took it easy in school didn't do what they told me to do. Didn't listen to the advice of anybody. I took it easy. That easy road turned into the hard road because now I can't support myself. I got to go down and live in transition. I got to go to Salvation Army. I got to go. I have to ask for handouts, and that's awfully hard. Amen. Hold on. I'm up against a commercial. Wow. I'm up against a commercial. Hold on. 
Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. Beloved, because we're going to be talking about this for a couple of Wednesday nights, I'll just take my time. We're in Proverbs 20, 21, 17. He that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. And we were talking before the commercial, I was saying, a, a, a saying that I think I made it up, I think, that the, that the hard road turns into the easy road and the easy road turns into the hard road. It's the same thing for people who are apprentice. Let's say that you're not college bound, but you're an apprentice. Amen. When you first start off, you get the hard road. Why? Because what you have to, as an apprentice, oh, you got to clean up. You got to do everything. You got to have everything laid out for the for the master technician, whatever he is in his field. Let's say he's a let's say he's a a, a master in ceramics, okay? Like 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 Brother Robinson, but only Brother Robinson's a master, master, master in his field. But let's say I, I was his apprentice, amen. Well, I the, I'd have the hard road when we first start off. Amen. Why? Because as the apprentice, I'm going to have to be up before him. I'm going to have to warm up the truck. I'm going to have to check and make sure that it's fueled. I'm going to have to make sure all the tools that we're going to need is in there. All the whatever the materials are for that day. If the, if we have to bring tile or concrete, I have to make sure all that's done so that when the master brick layer comes out and he's ready to go, He's going to expect, I'm the apprentice. Everything is supposed to be done. How can I do everything? Well, I've got to. I've got to. Amen. I've got to serve him. I'm an apprentice. So that's hard. When anything needs to be done, he tells me to do it. Go get lunch. Uh, the, car, the, the trucks need so-and-so. You go take it. Amen. That's hard. And, I gotta, and I'm under that tutelage for, let's say, 10 years. But after 10 years, learning everything, and over time he's sharing his secrets to me, how to do this and how to do that, how to do this and how to do that. You know, when Jacob served Laban for 20 years, but when Jacob left, Jacob had so much uh, herds and, and, and cattle, amen? When he came, he didn't have nothing but a rod in his hand. But when he left, he had so much cattle that him and Esau, his brother, they couldn't live together. They had too much cattle and stuff. Amen? But when he started off, when he recounts how he was taking care of Laban's sheep, he said at night when it was cold and chill, I had to stay at, stand out there in the chill, chilly weather all night guarding the sheep. If, if one of the sheep died, the wolf got it or something, I had to replace it. I, it, was, it was my responsibility to replace that sheep 
and Laban's and Laban's um foal. Amen. So he had to take the 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 loss. Amen. But when it came time twenty years later, the man walked out with more wealth than Laban had. Amen. Glory to God. So after twenty years of working for Mister Robinson, see now I know how to mix up all the different types of cements and all kinds of stuff, slurries and stuff. I know all the different kind of bricks and tiles. I know all how to work the trucks, how to work every piece of equipment. Why? Because in 20 years, I had to do the hard road. I had to do all the chores. But now that I'm a master tile person, I go out and I start my own company. Now I'm making, whoa, I'm making twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 a month, amen? So the hard road now turns into the easy road, and it gets even easier because I get an apprentice. So now I don't even have to do nothing. The apprentice has to get up at 530 in the morning. He has to get out there and check the truck, make sure everything. I'm still in the bed sneezing, amen? When I finally get up and walk out, everything is ready. Everything is ready to go. We go to the job, do the job. And and I, when I get out there, I might not even do the job. I might sit back and say, okay, apprentice, you go ahead. I'm going to watch you to make sure you do it right. I'm going to watch you. Go ahead. So I might not even have to do any work. See how the hard road can turn into the easy road, and the easy road turns into the hard road. If you take everything easy and don't buckle down, you won't learn nothing. If you don't, look, look, look. Knowledge empowers you. To have the knowledge of something empowers you. If you know how to buy call options, puts in calls, amen, you, <laughs> you, you can make some money, amen. Why? Because that empowers you to make tremendous leveraged money, amen. But if you don't know anything about that, you can't make a dime, amen. To, to have knowledge, that's the key. You know, I saw, this, I saw this program, and I can't, I hope I remember it the rest of my life. I hope I remember it the rest of my life. It was a program that this guy was over in England, and he was a poor guy. He was poor. I mean, he was there with his fiance, and they were living in this little room, and, and um, they, they didn't have money for the bills, and she was dreaming about uh, uh, living someday in a high rise, but they were so poor. And this other guy came who was rich, and he took a, a, a rich in his trade is what I mean, rich in his trade, real estate. And so he took a liking to this guy, and he told him, he said, if you listen to me in one week, I can turn your whole life around if you listen to me. So the guy said, okay, okay, because I got nothing to lose. He listened to this man. I, my jaw dropped open. In one week, and the cameraman was on them and showed how he was doing it. He was teaching this man. He said, now, when you go in here, do so-and-so and so-and-so. Now, you, you, you just bought this property with no money. The man had no money. He was poor. He had no money. The guy had him out buying properties with no money. Toward the end of the week, like at the third or fourth days, he said, now, we done bought all this stuff, but now we actually got to come up with some money because we got to give the down payments and the insurance and everything. The guy showed him how to work those deals. 
Do you know, I saw this with my own eyes, and, and this just shows you how thinking differently, your mindset, if you have the right mindset, what you can do. In one week, I saw it. The cameramen were on him. In one week, this guy who was so poor sitting around in a room, he was doing nothing. The other fella showed him what to do, and the other fella said, I got to give you credit. When I told you what to do, I got to give you credit. You worked very hard at it. You didn't whine and say, I can't do this and I can't do that. He applied himself with all his might. And in one week, this man, he had a high-rise, he lived in a high-rise apartment overlooking London, England. And what he did was he called his fiancée and he said, could you please come up to the 15th floor apartment, uh, a condominium number, whatever it was. He said, it's my friend's condominium, and I want you to come up just to see it, see if you like it. So she came up there thinking it was the friend's condominium. What she didn't know was this guy had gotten prosperous. He had bought the thing for her, but he wanted to surprise her. She comes up in the condominium. She's looking out the window. She said, oh, this, I always wished that I could have something like this. He said, well, it's yours. She said, what do you mean it's mine? He said, yeah, it's yours. I got it for you. I bought it for you. I know you always wanted to live. She said, you're kidding. He said, no, this is where we're going to live from now on. I mean, I mean, when I and, – and he said when the, when the program was going on, oh, he said knowledge is the key. He said the whole key was knowledge. If you know something, that you're empowered to do that thing. But if you lay around and drink wine and oil and take it easy and don't work, amen, you don't learn anything. And if you don't let, – let, let me say this before, we, before I get off the air for this program. Then we'll take it up again next week. You see, America is the land of opportunity. Now, one thing the immigrants got that over us when they come here is when they come here, they look around. And they see nothing but opportunity. You mean I can have my own house. You mean I can start my own business. You mean I can put money in a bank and have a bank and keep it and no one can steal it. They recognize it as the land of opportunity. We don't recognize it as the land of opportunity. We recognize it as, oh, I live on Ninth Avenue and um, I go to uh, John G., uh, 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 high school and that's it When I graduate from high school I just get a regular job And I guess I'll get apartment And that's it We don't recognize what we have We don't know that You can be empowered With learn something Learn something Why? Because when you learn it And you know it It empowers you You can do that thing Amen? You can do it to use this as an example You know Americans have so much Time I'm talking about Americans born here They have so much time They spend so much time on the Internet so much time doing This that and the other thing they waste 8 10 12 hours a day If you be honest beloved Suppose do you realize You can be you're in a land Of I know it's gotten a lot of Negatives okay I can tell you about a bunch Of negatives 
But it also, there's the positives, amen? And literally, you can become what you, I mean, within the will of God now. We're talking about within the will of God. Don't, 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 you know. Within the will of God. You can be anything that God calls you to do or that you want to do. For instance, do you know as much time as people waste looking at the Internet, if you took that time, you could learn any language in the in the world you want to learn. You can learn Spanish. Why would you want to learn Spanish? Because they're now the largest minority in the country. So you really, it's really going to be a bilingual country after a while. And when you look ahead and you see that, if you're a wise person, you look ahead, you can you can see it. You can perceive what's going to happen. Amen. So if you applied yourself, you could learn Spanish. You could learn French. You could. The, the sky's the limit. This is a land of opportunity. I'm telling you, you can do anything you want. There's so much time that people waste. If they took that wasted time, they could apply themselves and be anything that God calls them to be. Be anything. Be anything. If they applied themselves, my goodness, there's nothing that they couldn't do. They got time. They got the resources. You can do it. You can do it. And doesn't Philippians 4.13 tell us as born-again children of God that you can do all things through Christ? Now, the Bible doesn't lie. If it says you can do all things, guess what? You can do all things. Amen? It's out there for But see, but because we don't look at it as an opportunity, see, that's one thing. Now, I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying we're blind to that. We don't see that. You know, we see, oh, you go to high school, you come out of high school, you either go to college or maybe in the military. If you don't do that, you get a job, you get a nice uh, apartment, and you get a bunch of stuff. Amen? And that's normal. But there's another side. There's a, this is the land of opportunity. You can literally, you want to be a bookkeeper? You can study bookkeeping books at night. You want to learn Spanish? You can learn, study that. I'm telling you, you can be anything that God wants you to be. Amen? You can. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. And the Bible says you can do it. I'm out of time. It's already. I'm out of time. See you next week. The Bible has the answers. I love you. Get, if you don't know Jesus, ask him to save you. Amen? If you don't know Jesus, ask him to save you. God bless you. See you next week. Lord, say the same. Bye-bye now. I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m. Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m. and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level.